Hey y'all, welcome to the Way of Wealth podcast. I am your host, Jesse Johnson, and I went from being a New York City high school math teacher ineffectively trying to change the world to building my own seven-figure coaching business in under two years. Wherever you're listening from, I want you to know it is your birthright to make money with ease and grace as you serve the world. I've helped thousands of people move out of the shame, frustration, and confusion of not having enough and onto a sustainable path of prosperity. This is my mastery, and in this podcast, I've got the tools and teachers to guide you on the way of wealth. I'm so glad you're here. Let's do this. The purpose of this masterclass is to talk about how we overcome the fear of sales. And we're going to go real in detail there. Before we do that, I want to just outline that your fear is always pointing you towards more real estate for the divine. It's like a billboard or a road sign saying like, more God this way. And so I want that to be the lens of this container today, that everything that we're talking about, but the the essence of what we're talking about is actually like using your fear, using your discomfort, using your contraction, using your anxiety, using all these kind of unpleasant feelings as a vehicle to help you wake up to where you are working harder than you need to, specifically because the divine is trying to get in. The sensation of you trying to be the supreme controller is fear, doubt, and worry. And if you really zoom out and think about it, that energy is what created the universe, right? Made the planets through the sun into the sky right? Knows how to create birds and grass and oceans. Like that's, we are, we are part and parcel of that, but we are not that. So if we're trying to do the work of God, of course, we're going to feel overwhelmed, frightened, insecure. Can I do it? No, no, you cannot. You cannot build the planets again. It's not your job to do so. From this lens, what are your biggest fears when it comes to sales? Judgment, that no one will be interested, sounding salesy, which is really like a fear of judgment, saying something stupid, sounding inauthentic, not connecting, the struggle to find people, that no one will buy what you're selling, that they'll think you're pushing them, that you will actually push them to do something that's not soul-centered for them, exposing that you don't know something, that people won't be able to afford you, your own feeling desperate, success. (laughs) Well, shout out to the fear of success, not having the answer, fear of no, oof, that someone will tell me I'm not good enough, that I'm not qualified enough, Mm -hmm. that you won't enjoy it, like the actual sales process, that you won't enjoy it, 
the responsibility and accountability of it all. Imposter syndrome, being changed by money or success. That's powerful. So I want you to feel two things in this moment. One is how universal your fears are, right? That you're not alone. The themes of feeling exposed, of being judged, of being rejected, of being misunderstood or correctly understood as somehow less than, right? Like it's a, sales are vulnerable. That's true. Uh, Nothing nothing I'm going to teach you in this workshop is going to change that truth. Sales are a place for vulnerability. Absolutely. And then bring in this introduction concept, right? Like just for a moment, remember what you wrote or anything that I read that resonated with you and remember like, oh yeah, but this is pointing me towards where there's more real estate for God. When I began my spiritual practice, I felt very strongly in relationship with God. My faith was very strong. I wasn't always thinking about God, so it's not like I had perfect, uh, you know, God consciousness or something. I did not feel enlightened, but I never, I was not aware of doubting God. I was not aware of thinking that God wasn't there for me. Right. Like I had, I have felt very, very connected to God and very, very healthy and loving in my relationship with God. It was the center of my life. And I was teaching meditation and I was teaching kids in New York City public schools. Right. This is the moment that I'm thinking about. It was like 10, 15 years ago. And without realizing it, I didn't know what I'm about to tell you until later. But what I know now is that what I was also doing was really gripping the reins on my sustenance, on my material life. I was the one who had to pay the rent. I was the one who had to go to work every day and teach these kids whether I liked it or not, because I had to make the money to do the thing so that I could have this very strong material life. Like that's, that was ingrained from my parents, you know, be responsible, like get a job. And what I didn't realize was that really internally, my attitude around my work, around money specifically, was that there was no room for God. There was room for God in my joy, in my service, in my attitude, in my mindset while I was working. But the actual work, my responsibility to show up, really felt like 100% mine. And if I fucked it up, That was 100% on me. I didn't see this until I started my own business. When I started my own business and all of a sudden there wasn't a paycheck coming to me, I felt all the things you guys are talking about. Immense stress and anxiety and pressure to perform. I have to make the sales. I have to bring in the money. I mean, it was like, y'all want to see me real stressed out? I think the first month that I wasn't employed by the New York City Public Schools at all, I did okay, but then in the next month, I made zero, (laughs) zero, and I just felt like, oh, this crushing weight of responsibility, of failure, and like how it just junked up my relationships with these people. I wanted to serve them, but I also felt this like insatiable need to make the money in order to survive, and y'all can feel it. 
Like I'm just remembering, but I can feel it in my body. No room for God. God was not part of the equation. In no way was I considering like, how are God and I collaborating to bring these people into my business? How are we working together to attract the people that I'm here to serve? Because let's remember, I started this business because of vision that was given to me. This is not an ego-based business. This is not just like something that I was doing as a, as a fluke. This was like I had been called. And yet here I was doing my old thing of like, but I got to do it all by myself. I got to figure it out. And so, of course, as you can imagine, that energy creeped into my sales calls and all the fear, doubt and worry that I had already just as a relatively new business owner were amplified by my anxiety, the pressure that I was putting on myself. And really, again, I'm just going to say it again. I'm, this bears repeating, right? Because it'll change your subconscious each time you hear it. The issue, the problem, if I can call it a problem, was simply that I was trying to be the supreme controller. I was trying to do it all myself. Of course, I was stressed. And of course, people thought I was an imposter. <laughs> if you are trying to be God, like the one, the only, the big G, like, of course, people are going to feel like you're an imposter. That is not all that you are. It's not, it's like out of proportion. I want to be clear too. I'm not suggesting that y'all just like kick up your heels and say, great, God, your turn. I'm not going to do anything right? It's a relationship. The real estate for God is also the territory that you live on, that you occupy. So there's a, there's a sweet spot for all of us in finding that balance. And I don't want to trivialize that. It's not, it's not a black and white thing. I think it's a feeling thing, but you can use your negative feelings, your feelings of contrast to wake you up. Ah, there's more real estate for God right here. Oh, 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 I'm okay. Here I am worrying again. I'm worrying about what this person's going to think of me. I'm worrying about whether or not they're going to say yes. I'm worried about how I get them to say yes, because I'm worried about how I'm going to pay my bills. God, help me. I need you in here. I need you in here. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Way of Wealth podcast, y'all. You are doing great. You're amazing. You can't help it. It's just who you are. Want more? Subscribe and visit jessiejohnsoncoaching.com. Enjoy the journey.